Uncaged. Uncaged. A show celebrating thought leadership from today's top business leaders. The program provides a voice to amazing executives from around the globe who are shaping the world of business today and mapping the path to the world of commerce tomorrow. And now, please welcome our host, Bant Breen, as we begin another Uncaged episode. Today, we are speaking with Makund Kaushik. We're going to be talking a lot today about technology. We're also going to be talking about the amazing work that he's involved in in the clean energy field. Makund is the Chief Technology Officer at Inspire. Inspire is a clean energy company with a mission to transform the way people access clean energy and accelerate a net zero carbon future. Tell us a little bit about you and your career. Uh, thanks, Brent, for having me on the show. Uh, yeah, so a little bit about myself. Uh, I'm a father of an 11-year-old son that uh, generally keeps me excited. And uh, my career, as a te- I've always been a technologist. Uh, I started my career in the PC era back in India, and I have seen the shifts uh, to internet-based computing, e-business, uh, mobile, uh, cloud computing, and uh, yeah, and social uh, social computing. And more recently, uh, we are seeing the advent of AI, generative AI to be more precise along with uh, blockchain and metaverse. So uh, as a technologist, it gives me a great joy in working with all these emerging technologies, but more importantly, applying this to uh, improve uh, business and productivity and improve people's lives. And I can see that you're working on something that really improves all of our lives, which is clean energy. Tell me a little bit more about what you and the Inspire folks are up to. Uh, yeah, so the way I explained it, it's a very simple model. It's like we're trying to bring uh, bring the Netflix model of energy uh, usage uh, to home. So we provide uh, a subscription model for energy usage. So one flat bill uh, for your energy usage. And uh, we also then make that energy clean on the back end. So it's not only the fact that you're getting the convenience of uh, a one flat bill for the energy that you use, uh, but you're also providing, uh, uh, contributing to the clean energy revolution by us then, then finding out uh, people that can generate clean energy that we can then provide to consumers. So it's both a demand and supply uh, kind of an equation. Yeah, and I can see how technology plays a key role in making a solution like this even possible for folks. And then I imagine customer experience is important. But I mean, tell me a little bit about the tech involved in making something like this happen. Yeah, that was one of the main reasons why I joined Inspire was technology is at the heart of this business operation. Yeah, uh, The way we target customers, acquire customers, uh, retail and service them is all done through technology. And then on the back end, we use a lot of uh, AI and advanced analytics uh, to make sure that we're procuring energy uh, at the right cost structure so that we can service our, our customers. And we use technology as uh, the glue that connects the entire business together. Uh, yeah, so we use a lot of uh, front-end technologies. Uh, we use a lot of, uh, everything is cloud native. We run our entire stack uh, on the cloud. And uh, we're also uh, now working with uh, AWS and some of our partners to bring uh, advanced analytics and advanced AI models so that we can uh, continue to run our business uh, more profitability. Yeah, I look at technology now and it's 
quite amazing how you know companies are able to string together new commercial models, new ways of helping customers. And this is, I think, a really good example of what you guys are doing in that regard. What are you finding right now are the key topics for you on the tech side? Uh, so right now, the one thing that I'm focused on is how do we scale uh, our, our business operations? How do we acquire more customers? How do we enter more markets? Uh, but keep our operating costs flat or even lower. Uh, mm-hmm. And so since the time I've joined, uh, my mission has been how do we uh, install a new set of technologies that allows us to uh, scale faster, uh, grow, go into markets faster so that we can uh, not only increase the increase the volume of a business, but also keep our operating costs flat without using people uh, to run uh, the business operations. Of course, People are at the end of the day, at the heart of the business operations, but how do we use technology as a way to drive efficiency and effectiveness in our business operations? And I think uh, that's what uh, I'm excited about building. Yeah, you know, it's fascinating. There's been a lot of discussion about clean energy and uh, there are more and more solutions out there to support customers that that want to prioritize this i would say probably not only want at this stage but will have to prioritize this with regulations and rules as, as they're developing but i mean makun tell me a little bit about what customers are looking for right now and what do you think is really popping for them Yes, I think uh, if you look at uh, the energy costs, uh, people are starting to see variable energy costs uh, at their homes today, and uh, they want uh, the peace of mind that their energy cost is not going to uh, put a dent uh, on their uh, uh, their monthly expenses. So what Mm -hmm. we provide is a peace of mind saying that, hey, based on your energy usage, uh, we are uh, fixing the cost. And uh, so that's one thing you get a peace of mind from a customer standpoint is one bill. But from the other side is also uh, some of the customers feel that they're also contributing towards a, a better environment by consuming clean energy. Uh, so for us, uh, that's really the value proposition is uh, for customers who want to uh, make a difference uh, in our environment and helping us uh, clean the environment by making a vote towards uh, uh, Inspire, they're not only getting a peace of mind uh, of one flat bill, but they're also helping generate demand for renewable energy that can be delivered uh, to other customers and start to increase our green energy, uh, green renewable renewable energy revolution or green energy revolution, whichever way you want to call it. So, Makun, I mean, I can see you have deep expertise in the tech area. You're now really applying it in a, a fascinating area, which is clean energy. But tell me a little bit, I'm going to shift gears on you a bit here. What gets you up in the morning? How is this your area for focus with your time? So uh, as I was looking at, uh, so I'm towards the tail end of my career, the way I see it. And uh, I wanted to kind of be a part of something that uh, is uh, gives back to the community, goes back to the community. And uh, for me, I wanted to use technology for good. So what I feel every day when I get up in the morning is that I'm contributing towards uh, creating a better future for our kids and, mm-hmm. the, and for our kids to come. So that's one thing that allows me it's, uh, is the mission of what I'm trying to do. Uh, the second thing is uh, ever since the pandemic has happened, uh, we are now uh, in a different working environment. So we are 100% uh, distributed remote workforce environment. And uh, I'm, I'm a product of an office environment and I yeah. am now uh, learning new tricks so the question that I, uh, I'm trying to figure out is how do we motivate, how do we build a culture in a 100% distributed uh, uh, workforce environment? And that's something that also uh, 
I get up in the morning and say, how do I motivate the team? How do I build a strong culture? How do I make sure that people are uh, feeling productive? And as a leader at, at my level, one part is technology, but the other part is just making sure that uh, the teams are getting what they need so that they can yeah. be 100% productive and uh, inspired. It's a great area and a great passion. I share that passion with you. It's this desire to embrace the flexibility that technology offers us, yet at the same time to make sure that we think about the fact that we're all humans and, you know, human beings need to connect with one another as humans do, right? Uh, so, and so getting that balance right. Tell me any advice for folks on that front at this stage? Yeah, so there's one thing I'm, 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 I'm noodling on this one, and it seems very interesting. So uh, imagine that everybody is 100% remote, there is no office, there's no center. So one of the things that I'm uh, looking at is uh, how do we uh, do these uh, uh, coming together of people, not on a weekly basis, not on a monthly basis, but let's say on a quarterly basis, but not going into an office not going into a hotel conference room. So there is this uh, company that I'm looking at right now called Getaway Retreats. Mm -hmm. And they basically have these cabins in this forest places. And how do you bring maybe a team of 10 or 12 people together uh, in, a, in a getaway retreat? Uh, don't talk about work. Uh, uh, talk about building social capital back amongst uh, the team members. And uh, you know by doing activities, by doing uh, uh, stories of the campfire, and that's how we try and want to create social capital and social connections between people. Because what COVID has shown us is that we can get work done remotely. Uh, we have been yeah. running effective businesses, uh, but uh, we are still trying to figure out how do we build relationships and how do we build connections. And for me, uh, I am still of the opinion that humans require face-to-face -face interaction to build connections. And that's why we are uh, looking at some of these retreat kind of concepts to see if uh, those, will be, those will be better ways uh, to build friendships and build connections between uh, colleagues so that they can then use that social capital when they are yeah. back in their home offices to expand that uh, to get yeah. the job done. Yeah, I think I have you know one point of insight to add on that, which is a really interesting one. We've done a couple of offsites recently. And we're trying to be as flexible as possible in how people work. And it's an incredible thing to track performance after one of these offsites and how it clicks, to be honest, we are seeing it clicks up and does, I think, have a direct impact also, not only on just the connection that people have, but the performance of a business. And so that'll be an interesting one to track going forward for sure. Well, Makun, I mean, here we are in another fascinating moment, economic moment here in 2023. And certainly we have these longer term trends like what you and the team are working on, like clean energy. But what's on the horizon for you in the near future? Well, Pat, like I said, uh, continue to see how we can uh, scale our platform uh, and how do we start to uh, build the capabilities that allow us to set ourselves for the future, uh, given the tough headwinds that are coming in uh, our way. Uh, so that still continues to be the case. How do we do more with less? And uh, as a part of that, uh, we started to look at some of the uh, technologies like generative AI. Uh, we do run a call center. Uh, we do also run uh, uh, some of marketing programs. So how do we, gen how do we use that? Uh, to uh, start to uh, be more productive and be more efficient uh, as we move forward. Uh, very early stages, uh, we've not really done any specific work in that case, uh, but uh, that's something that I'm, uh, I'm looking at. 
the other thing that I'm also looking at is uh, I know uh, Apple just announced their Vision Pro uh, goggles, uh, or Vision Pro glasses. <laughs> but again, I think the metaverse, as we look ahead uh, in the future, as a way for making the remote work environment a little bit more appealing, uh, the form factor may still have work to do. But I think that's another thing that I see as we look into the future where with distributed and remote computing here to stay. Uh, how can we use technologies like uh, AR and VR to help us uh, be, uh, reduce the bridge and reduce the gap that exists between uh, employees and the workforce? So yeah. uh, from a technology standpoint, those are things that excite me. But uh, from a business standpoint, just continue to do the basic blocking and tackling and creating a better software that allows us to run uh, our business at scale. Are you seeing any changes in customer behavior right now, or is it is still kind of the same? I mean, in the sense that, I don't know, is there more price pressure? Is, are people embracing the general clean energy message? What's the focus on the customer mind right now? I think uh, there's always uh, there's always more uh, expectations from the customers. So the moment yeah. you meet something, that ex- expectations keeps increasing. So that's what keeps us as businesses honest that we have to continue to innovate and continue to improve the experience. Uh, I think there's definitely always uh, pressure on price. Uh, there's always pressure uh, to require uh, yeah. better pricing. Uh, and uh, clean energy, uh, at least in my opinion, uh, used to be something of a differentiator back in the day, but I think yeah. clean energy is now starting to become the norm. So yeah. uh, people are expecting that at, lo- at lower cost structures. Uh, and from a customer expectation, uh, what they are wanting is all forms of uh, uh, connection points. So we uh, service a diverse uh, age group, right from the people who are 65 and above, who may want a phone connection, who may want a phone call, et cetera, uh, to the millennia, uh, to the to the younger generation who want to do everything digitally without actually talking to a human being. So we as a company have to support all these multiple touch points, be it uh, a chat interface, be it a web interface, be it a social interface, be it a phone interface, et cetera, email interface, et cetera. So, from a business standpoint, uh, supporting all of these multiple interaction points uh, is a challenge uh, because they've all kind of come up at different points in time. So we've kind of uh, implemented solutions at different points in time. So how do you streamline uh, the communication channel and how do you continue to innovate on the different ways that customers who want to interact with you is something that we're working on. I mean, it's exciting stuff. I see that the work that you're outlining is something that's going to be at the center of all of our lives as we try to, I'd say, bridge from the old world of energy to the new world of energy and how we manage that. And as you so rightly stated, technology is going to be right at the center of that user experience, as well as also just the commercial model going forward. Makund, if someone wanted to learn more about what you and the Inspire team are working on, where's the best place to reach you? Our website is uh, our website, corporate website, inspirecleanenergy.com. That's a place to see what we're doing and what uh, which markets we operate in. And if you want to know a little bit about what I'm doing, you can follow me on LinkedIn and Twitter. I do. uh, I I I am a convert. I've recently started uh, publicizing a lot on LinkedIn and uh, and Twitter, so you can follow me there. And uh, yeah, or just uh, reach out directly to me uh, through any of these social platforms. I'll be more than happy to answer any questions that you have. Excellent. Well, we've been speaking with Makun Kaushik. He is the Chief Technology Officer at Inspire. Inspire is a clean energy company. 
with a mission to transform the way people access clean energy and accelerate a net zero carbon future. Makun, thank you so much for being on the Uncaged show today, and we look forward to having you back. Thanks, Brad. It was great, great to be on the show. Cheers. Cheers.